You're listening to Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. This is Outlandish Outcasts. I am your host, Al. With me, as always, unfortunately, is, I'm kidding, Desi. Whatever. It's because I'm like sitting here ready to interrupt you. You like to interrupt me when I'm about to intro the show. I even said welcome. I know. That's why I didn't say welcome. But welcome, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, welcome. Welcome to our our lovely show. Our lovely show, Outlandish Outcasts. I I am an outcast. You are an outcast. I'm a little outlandish, too. A little. I don't know where I fit in in the show at all. I'm really outlandish. Anyway, I think we have, I don't know, decided you would go first. I am going first. Okay, well, go, go, go. Any, mini, money, mo, I win. Okay. <laughs> you know how that was going to end. I get to go last. Yes. You said you had an uplifting story. I didn't say it was uplifting. I said I had funny words to pronounce. <laughs> That's all I said. It's I didn't not hear uplifting. funny words. I heard funny. You didn't listen. I even said the story's not funny. It's just <sighs> funny words. Anyways, okay. I hope you stumble like I normally do. Oh, I won't stop stumble. I know the words. Well, there's some names I'll stumble over, but. Good. So, as I start to stumble, because I can't say the first word. <laughs> it's the. <laughs> Starts with a C. Oh, a C. Carnivorous Carniv- plants okay. eat far more salamanders than scientists thought. Plants are eating salamanders. Yes. Interesting. How weird is that? God. So. That's why I'm not a vegetarian. <laughs> they just discovered that this year, apparently. So the pitcher plants, um, which are in North America, okay. um, are more carnivorous than we had imagined. Um, regularly feasting on salamanders, a new study shows for the first time. Hmm. So the study leader, Patrick Moldawan, I'm probably saying his last name wrong. Sorry. No way. You're not saying it wrong. I have issues. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's an ecologist at the University of Toronto in Ontario, Canada, and was making his rounds of a bog. Okay. Um, August. Okay. This was last year. August of 2018, he spotted a bizarre behavior. Um, the very first plant that he kneeled down and peered into had captured a salamander and it was alive and swimming inside it. Weird. So, um, and usually when they are examining the plants or, Mm -hmm. or out and about looking at stuff, um, it's usually in the spring or late in the fall. Or early fall. Okay. Not late in the fall. Early fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were out in the summer, and this is when they had noticed this. So <laughs> they had never realized that these plants, either they had never realized these plants, I should say, <laughs> had been eating salamander salamanders, mm-hmm. or... This is a new behavior of the species plant itself. Okay. So, so they're, they're just... assuming it's a newer 
behavior of the plant. But it's but possible I that have, they never just never saw it before. Right. Okay. Because I have a hard time believing that this is a new behavior of the plant yeah. itself. Which it, I mean, it could, could be, be but... if what they're eating is dying off. Yeah, if what or they were previously s- eating is now bears, gone, then I guess they need something so new. So they need to... Um, but they found that it takes 13 days, I think it was. I'm trying to find takes about 7 to 13 days for it to break down the salamander. Hmm. All I can think of is Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> These are not Venus fly traps. No, they're pitcher plants, which I've heard that... They look like little swimming pools. I've heard the phrase pitcher plant one other time before, but it was in a video game, and the plant gives you a bucket of water. But so that's what know. it looks like. It looks like a little bucket of water yeah. at the bottom of a leaf. Mm-hmm. And the salamander, mm-hmm. that the video I watched, the salamander was swimming in it. So it just kind of lives in there until he dies. Yeah, because he's slowly dying yeah. and not, realized not realizing he's being it. devoured yeah, by the plant. Huh. But he Interesting. could definitely jump out of there within the first day or two <laughs> <laughs> of being in there. So, yeah. So I thought that was kind of crazy, and I kind of was attracted to this because I used to play with salamanders when I was a little girl. So At least you didn't eat them like the you. <laughs> they were, I don't think I could because their skin was almost like a rubbery, mm. I don't know how to explain. I don't think I've ever touched a salamander. Really? Yeah. not. I don't think they have them up here too much compared to no. where I grew up. I don't think I've ever seen one up here. I've they seen them, but not here. They were everywhere where I grew up. I remember even grabbing, my mom would get so mad at me, I'd grab the tail on purpose mm-hmm. so the tail would fall off. Mm-hmm. And I'd be holding the tail without the salamander. I think we actually had this discussion on this show not that long ago. Oh. About salamanders and their tail and you grabbing yep. them and pulling them off. I was an evil child. Yeah. I was an evil child. But they grew back. She did the same thing to our children's tails. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those needed to go. People don't need to know okay. that I am Satan. Yeah. Okay. File down the horns. Get rid of the tail. We're good to go. Uh, your stepmom and sister have the horns. They have admitted that. Uh, have you seen it? It's gross. You can feel it. I haven't felt it. I have. Oh, no. I felt somebody's horns. But it grossed me out. Yeah. They exist. <laughs> Told you she's my wicked stepmother. Oh, whatever. Your <laughs> Kidding, sister has the horns, to too. Yes, she does. All right. My first story is about... Don't worry, I'm not getting political, but it's about... It better not be sad. Kind of about a funny little thing a politician did. History-wise? No, not really. Is this current? Well, it is It is history. Or, it's not current. Okay, It's from God. 1971. So it's definitely not current. It's not like ancient history, but it's history. So what president? You know, it's nothing about a president. It's actually about a state legislator. So it's not even anybody like nationally famous. Nothing. We're not going like towards impeachment, are we? No, nowhere near oh, there. Oh, thank God I didn't have to cut the show. Anyway, <clears throat> you know how a lot of people think that there's congressmen like just vote on bills. They don't actually read them. They don't really do anything. They just kind of sit there and vote. Daydream. And don't know what they're voting on. In 1971, Representative Tom Moore Jr. of Waco, Texas, decided it was April Fool's, and I'm going to try to play a joke. Uh, and he was voting on things? He sponsored a resolution 
commending Albert Salvo for his unselfish service to this to his country. Mexico? Albert Salvo is otherwise known as the Boston Strangler. Uh. The resolution read in part, uh, this compassionate gentleman is dedication and devotion to his work has enabled the weak and lonely throughout the nation to achieve and maintain a new degree of concern for their future. He has been officially recognized by the state of Massachusetts for his noted activities and unconventional techniques involving population control and applied psychology. Now he put this into school for applied psychology. He put this into a resolution. It passed unanimously. Because nobody read it. <laughs> oh my god! On that note, you have a hole in your sock. Anyways, oh well, we're just gonna see how how well people notice that. <laughs> <laughs> now, the funny thing is, this isn't necessarily unnormal for a resolution like this to pass unanimously. Number one, it has no binding on law. It's just basically like declaring tomorrow uh, uh, my favorite elementary teacher's school day, you know, day or whatever. It doesn't have any Tomorrow's binding in law. National Donut Day. And what? And other legislators, they're not going to read it because they don't want. They want to make sure you're going to vote yes when they need something like this passed. So nobody reads it. So here they pass a resolution saying that the Boston Strangler was a a great great citizen of the United States. Mm. I thought mm. that was hilarious. Yeah. No words? No words? I have no words because it just, one, it doesn't surprise me, and two, I'm not going to get into yeah. At politics. Least it was an April Fool's joke, which I thought made it even better. But it know. still passed. Paid on April Fool's. It did pass. It passed, yeah. That's according sad. According to the state of Texas, um, the Boston Strangler is a great American. Uh, okay at least it wasn't florida i don't think that helps matters at (laughs) at all no 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 because it's it's just showing humanity at its finest we'll leave it there that's for sure okay so chernobyl ukraine yeah like the nuclear site were you reading my paper? Uh, no. I know a lot about Chernobyl. You know about an elephant's foot? I don't know about an elephant's foot. So that's what my story is about. Okay. Chernobyl's deadly elephant's foot. A deadly elephant's foot. In Chernobyl. Okay. So A lot of deadly things in Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> Radiation. Pretty much. So on April 26th of 1986, which most of us know during a routine test, the number four reactor of Chernobyl nuclear plant had a power surge and triggered an emergency emergency shutdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so the result of the melting or... After shutdown, cut out this part. Mm -hmm. Okay. Instead of shutting down, the reactor kept surging power, and in no time at all, the plant was in full disaster mode. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So the plant rods used to manage the core temperatures, which a lot of people probably aren't going to understand the nuclear process unless you've heard of it in school and stuff, um, were inserted too late into the the process instead of cooling down into the cooling tanks. um, Instead of cooling down, the rods cracked in a rising heat of the core and locked into place. As if it wasn't bad enough, the water used to cool the entire reactor vaporized, resulting in massive explosion. And the first explosion blew the four million pound lid of the reactor through the roof of the building. The second explosion followed shortly thereafter and sent broken core material, fire, and radioactive waste into the air. Yep. Like 25 Um, years later, you still can't go all the way in to the center. No. Well, you can, can, but but I wouldn't advise it. (laughs) You're probably going to die. Yes. (laughs) Um, Without the tons of steel and concrete typically used to shield it, the core of the reactor began to melt. The result of the melting process is a substance called corium. So Hmm. corium is a lava-like molten mixture of Portions of the nuclear reactor core, nuclear fuel, um, fission products, and control rods. So okay. known as the elephant foot. Okay. That's where the elephant foot So came from. if I you didn't... take a look at the picture there. Yeah. Huh. So it looks like a piece of magma. Yep. Or molten lava magma as magma yeah whatever magma yeah um but it's corium and it's been sitting there for decades like that just sitting there that was about three decades later that picture was taken three decades i believe it was three decades it was Uh, decades later though hasn't quite been three decades but it was close what it wasn't this 1986 96, 2006, 2016. Okay, it has been three decades. I was <laughs> off by a decade. <laughs> um, so it's still giving a ton of radium off. So it's about 10,000 radium idioms, which if you take a million million x-rays at once, mm-hmm. it equals about that. <sighs> so it's enough to kill you. Yep. So, as you had stated, people don't go there because of it. Um, It was... What? Nothing. Um, As the term meltdown suggests, this messed up generations enough thermal energy to literally melt the reactor core and its nuclear fuel rods. Um, Hmm. Shortly after the disaster, the heap of cooling, cooling corium was um, emitting around, and this is where I probably got the wording wrong, the 10,000 erodigents of ionizing radiation per hour. Hmm. Per hour. Wow. So. I'm kind of surprised. Like, obviously, this is an absolute disaster. Um, I'm a little surprised. Like, in my lifetime, I can think of three nuclear disasters that happened. And this being the worst, by far the worst. I'm surprised there hasn't been more almost. Like, 
good thing. At least, I mean, it's well, a good thing that there hasn't been more. Obviously, it's a good thing there hasn't been more. Nuclear power plants, though, have kind of gone away since this. Yep, I mean, they're still operating today. They, they they're are. not building new ones, but the old ones are still operational. And when Fukushima, Japan, was only a couple years ago when that had their their issues. Uh, and with their y- reactor it makes you on. wonder, though, are they able to live near? I don't know exactly um, what had happened, but did it blow its top? Because it didn't. this, it didn't completely blow its top. This magmum started at the top of the building, and the magmum hit finally, and it's still working its way through yeah. the cement. For some reason, it can't go through the cement. It can work its way through the steel like it was no tomorrow, but the cement is having issues. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure towards. both Fukushima and Three Mile Island in New York, they didn't blow all the way, but there was definitely radiation le- a lot of radiation leakage in both situations, Fukushima being worse than Three Mile Island. I believe. But Chernobyl obviously being the worst of the three. Well, in the picture that's going to be posted, um, the photograph of the elephant foot is grainy, distorted, and dotted with strange marks of overexposure. And this is not a result of poor camera quality. (laughs) Not being close enough would be my guess, or radiation affecting the the camera. The radiation was affecting the camera. camera. Um, This is also something... If you stay within it still to this day, it will kill you. Um, you know what? I bet there's a lot of like, I bet they've got a lot of their research being done now by drones in the area. Maybe I'm, by. I'm guessing that'd be a good, rovers and drones. Maybe by drones. You know, remote controlled. Um, but if you sit around it for 300 seconds, you'll be dead within yeah. a couple days. Just 300 seconds. 300 seconds. God. So you can go there. The power of nuclear energy is amazing. <laughs> so 30 seconds um, near it, you'll result in dizziness and fatigue. Two minutes near it, all your cells will begin to hemorrhage. And by the time you hit the five-minute mark, you're a goner. <sighs> so that's how much. Scary uh, stuff, scary stuff. For sure, for sure. But I thought it was kind of cool just because... That thing is still sitting there to this day, yep. and you still cannot go near it. Crazy. Crazy. There's a really good first-person shooter video game, Shadow of Chernobyl, and it takes place in the area with mutants and stuff. It's really fun. <laughs> well, they were talking about how animals actually like thrive near this. Oh, I'm, sure, that, I'm sure there are some. Humans can't go humans near can't it. Go there for sure, the but. gray wolf yeah. is one of them, yeah. which you wouldn't think. Because I'm sure they've mutated in a way that they can handle it. Not mutated, it just thrives off of the environment in it now. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah. Hmm. That was really cool. Elephant's foot. (laughs) Yeah, threw threw me off with the elephant's foot. I'd never heard of that before. I I was hoping it would. I was definitely very familiar with Chernobyl. Not very familiar, but somewhat familiar anyway. Um, But you didn't know about the elephant foot. I didn't know about elephant foot. And and there is actually a fungus that thrives off of that, actually, hmm. because it's a form of mold, as weird as that sounds. Okay. Interesting. So <laughs> there's a lot to learn. There is a lot to learn. If you are interested, definitely read some more. Just, <laughs> yeah. Read. Don't go investigating it yourself. Yeah. No, no, no. Not a, not a place to put a pin on a map and go there. Mm-mm. I mean, it will, I mean it, it'll be a bucket list, I'll tell you that. <laughs> a bucket list at the end, at the end of maybe. your list, yeah. yes. All right. My next story, since we're getting so down and out, we are now going to talk about the happiest place on earth. You asked me the other day if I bought you Disney World tickets for Christmas, and the answer is no. Asshole. And I told you I was researching a story, and I don't think you believed me. 
I said something about Christmas, and you said I already. I'm thinking about your Christmas gift. Thank God I didn't go and spend a ton of money on you. Yeah, well, whatever. Such anyway, a jackass. <laughs> anyway, I decided. First of all, this all started with I saw this article about this girl. Her name is uh, Faith Henley. She's 19 from Illinois, and she was in Disney's um, college program where, as a college student, over the summer you go and work at Disney, at Disney World. And you have to stay in character. Yeah. And she got... The lady up the street, her daughter worked at Disney. Okay, cool, cool. Um, she was also born when, on my birthday. When... <laughs> When Faith's uh, when Faith's Henley's uh, time at Disney ran out, she decided to go on TikTok and give a bunch of behind the scenes talk about cool things at Disney behind the scenes. You know, cool things. Yeah, and I was like, I wouldn't. It wouldn't have registered in my head if we didn't have a daughter who did nothing but watch TikTok videos. And I'm like, this is the first TikTok video I've ever watched in my life, so I watched it. Other than the ones my daughter has done, of course. Um, I've done TikTok videos with your daughter, but she's never impressed because I usually steal the camera and do them by myself with her in the background. She's like, what are you doing? But then I decided to do a little more research and take a look at a bunch of articles. And I have here a list. I have a really long list. I'm not going to go through the entire list. But I have a list of very interesting things about Disney World that I didn't know. They better be good. Why? <laughs> it's the happiest place on earth. Of course, it's going to be good. It's if you're an employee there, Lord knows. It's yeah, not. I'm sure it's horrible if you're an employee there. But anyway, um, for, uh, first the first one that jumped out at me, and that I had to I had to read four articles before I was able to like confirm. Okay, I believe it. There are American flags all over Disney World. Mm-hmm. None of them are real. They are all either missing one bar or one star. What? Because they don't want to lower them to half mast during. Oh my! They don't want to have to keep them lit if they're kept up twenty four hours a day. So they are. They have one less star and one less bar. That way, they're not official American flags. Mm. I thought that was kind of (laughs) interesting. Um. Disney World has only closed three times since it opened in 1971. Hurricanes? Hurricane Floyd in 1999. Uh, during 9-11, uh, the terrorist attacks in 2001, they closed Disney World. And they had a power failure in 2002. thought that was kind of interesting. That is kind of interesting. Guests in Walt Disney World are never more than 30 steps away from a trash can. I knew that. That I knew. Gum is not sold inside Disney World. Duh. Would you want to <laughs> be the one scraping that off of everything? No, I definitely Because you know would they're going to spit it everywhere or stick it under something. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I lost my spot. It's right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, the original uh, 48 miles of swampland that is now home to Disney World was originally purchased for $5 million for 48 square swamp miles. Land? Yeah, it's built on swampland. Complete it was it was you nothing. Know that it's in Florida. It was absolutely nothing. Like middle of Florida, you know. That's how you do it. I need I need to buy swampland for my business. <laughs> um I learned Mickey is more of a fashionista than than Minnie is. Uh, what? He, he has 290 different outfits in his closet and Minnie only has 200. 
Really? Yeah. I thought Mickey only wore like red shorts. Two hundred and ninety with- different outfits. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell? He does have a tux now that I'm thinking of it. Yeah. yeah. But how the hell? When Walt Disney World opened, adult admission was $3.50. When did they open? In 1970. What did I say it was? 70, 71. Okay. So it's like 100 bucks a day now. It's <laughs> a big difference. Not equivalent, but you know. Yeah. Um. They have uh, over 500 oak trees inside of uh, the Liberty Oak Park and Liberty Square inside the Magic Kingdom. Uh, 200 pairs of sunglasses are turned into lost and found every day. Ooh, that's starting to remind me of Bentleyville. <laughs> <laughs> um, six, or 1.6 million turkey legs are consumed every year at the park. I didn't know turkey legs were a big thing there, but I guess they are. It would almost make sense. I wonder... If that's where the turkey leg with the Henry, King Henry, maybe, kind of came from. Maybe. It was a Disney thing. I bet it was a cartoon. Was King Henry eating a turkey leg? The Mandela effect. Remember? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. Okay, okay. Um, Animal Kingdom's Expedition Everest and Hollywood Studios Tower of Terror stand at 199 feet tall. This is because Florida law says structures 200 feet tall or more must have aviation lighting. So they're right up That's to that. That's not though. that tall. That's only how many of me? There's <laughs> quite, quite a few of you. Nah. Stew the division. Um, the most advanced audio anima- animatronic, char- animatronic character in the park is currently Mr. Potato Head. What? Yeah, he's the most advanced animatron- animatronic character okay, in the park. Okay, I have to go now to see this. We'll have to check check him out. He's um, very interesting, I'm sure. He wasn't there when I was there. I've never been there. I was 12. Never been there. His uh, Walt Disney died of lung cancer in 1966, so he never so did see sad. the opening of Disney World. Um, his last words were Kurt Russell. i'm sorry that is so horrible for me to laugh who at the time had just signed a 10-year deal for uh, to do disney movies for the next 10 years oh my god (laughs) i have no comment i really have no comment i'm gonna try not to laugh and be disrespectful but i am what would you think if my last words were kurt russell that'd be weird Okay, really that's still weird for me, even though they were like signing contracts, but still weird. One cool thing about Disney World is you never have to pay for water if you don't af- if you don't want to. They have bottled water, of course, all through the park. But if you ever want a glass of water, you can go up to any food station in Disney World, ask for a glass of water, and you get it for free. It's probably because they don't want to be nice. held accountable for dehydration. Yeah, especially in the Florida heat. Yes, <laughs> humidity. It's more of the humidity. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Swampland. Yep. Um, about uh, more than 50 million Cokes are consumed each year at the Disney parks. Coke is... Because, uh, you know... You won't find a Pepsi in Disney. Coke couldn't cause any issues if you drank too much of that in the heat and the humidity. <laughs> of course not. Of course no, not. No. No, not at all. Should we shed on your experience with that? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, only a couple left here. Uh, the Walt Disney costume department is home to 1.2 million pieces of clothing, making it the largest wardrobe department in the world. Well, that's kind of cool. That, that, that kind of is. 
there are. I uh, would love to go there and try to dress up, but Lord knows nothing would zip up. <laughs> <laughs> there are 27,000 hotel rooms on the campus of Disney World. In the number of parks that are there, they each have a bunch of hotels, of course. But And finally, uh, since 1971, Walt Disney World monorail trains have logged enough miles to make round trips, 30 round trips to the moon and back. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Just some tip, just some quick little facts about Disney World. I just, I was really intrigued by the whole flag thing. And I wanted to do a story on the whole the flags at Disneyland aren't, aren't real, but there wasn't enough to say. So I'm like, we'll just talk about a bunch of stuff at Disney World. <laughs> it makes me wonder about Perkins, though, because I drove by there the other day and the flag was up. And I was like, it should be down right now because of the weather or whatever. Yeah. But it was up. It's always up. No, they were at half-mast not that long ago for really? something. You know, I remember something recently where they went to half-mast. So okay. Perkins will. They will go. But Made me question. So, Okay. So, my last thing, we went over this questionnaire prior to, because I forced you to do it. I didn't you really did. force you. But I mean, you didn't force me. It was an enjoyable quiz we took together. Not really a quiz. It did not look like you were enjoying I it. I was enjoying the first hour. <laughs> it did not take that long. It was more than an hour. It was, it like was an more than an hour. hour. It says it takes about 45 minutes, but I am a talker. We all know this. Um. This is 36 questions to bring you closer together. Okay. Um, to get to know someone and create a sense of intimacy in as little as an hour. And this isn't necessarily as somebody like your significant yeah, other. As we, as we were going through the question, I thought I, questions, I thought this would be really interesting if we were taking this 10 years ago or 15, you know, 12 years ago, whatever. That's when it's recommended. It would have been really to interesting to learn though. these things about each other. In the beginning, you know. <laughs> no, we pretty much know most of it. I don't know if we'd be together if we <laughs> We might not. Who knows? But there was one question you answered, and I'm like, that would have been a walkaway question <laughs> for me right there. the way it is. I'm pretty sure you even knew it. And you're like, I'm just being honest. I'm like, I know. And I was even thinking, I would have walked away at that moment just because of the type of person I am. And yep. it was because you are an introvert. I am. And I hold nothing against introverts or anything, but I am an extremely outgoing extrovert. I have probably become more introverted since we've gotten together because we stick around the house more than I would like. Mm -hmm. But you have to compromise when yeah. you're with someone. <laughs> um. But I got this off of Psychology Today. Okay. Um, it was a social psychology researcher, Arthur uh, Aaron of the Interpersonal Relationship Lab at Stony Brook University in New York, who published his results. Um, so this was a group of psychologists in college, actually. Um, you can even go on to the Berkeley uh Berkeley University okay. website and they even have that on there they and they probably even have it a little bit more detailed on how you should go through the quiz and everything mm -hmm. um but I wanted to bring it up because I was actually listening to one of my wonderful TED talks mm -hmm. and they were talking about um the 36 actually I think this might have been on Dr. Phil <laughs> And they were talking about, a lady was talking about the 36 questions. 
And this doesn't necessarily need to be in regards to a significant other. You can do this with a friend. Because yeah, I can see those, how this could be done with a friend. And it's Definitely. just kind of to open yourself up a little, mm-hmm. be more vulnerable. The questions I didn't think were too bad, but then again, there were a couple if that we were really kind of threw me I off. But didn't get thrown off other than by the I wording. I don't think any question on like, okay, I don't know the number, but at least question 20 says, now be honest. You don't think I was honest for the first 19 questions? The question literally reads, now be honest. Knowing you, probably not. <laughs> um, but you hold back a little more. I do, I and do. maybe they threw it out there like that because some people do hold maybe. back. I don't hold back. I tend to wear my emotions on my sleeves and everybody is well aware of it. Um. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. It was a very interesting. It was if interesting this was quiz. ten years ago, though, it, I wonder because I didn't know these things about you as we were going oh, yeah. through them. There were things that I learned that I didn't know prior, but most of them, yeah, I already knew. Mm-hmm. So That's, it makes me wonder if you're a newer couple or you're just a set of friends who want to might be an interesting get thing to, to know each other a little more. Sure. Yes, you definitely would get to know. S- some intimate details about the other person. I don't mean intimate details in anything like sexual sexual or anything. Just, you know, intimate way, ways their brain is working and thinking about everyday life and, it and how they deal with things. Gets you a little a, closer to somebody, yeah. more or less, because you get to know them. Or maybe you might distance yourself because you're like, it's possible. Uh, which might have, which me. could be a good thing. I mean, look, she got stuck with me because we didn't do the quiz 10 years ago. <laughs> I know. And if I would have known he was such an introvert, I would have been gone. Yeah. She'd be with some jerk treating her like crap. <laughs> I probably would be. Probably would be. That was my normal. That was my normal. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. I, I didn't mind it at all. I rather enjoyed it for about most of it. Until you got hung up on the way they worded a Until I got hung up on a question two. or two and then it was like, now I feel like I'm... There's something behind this, and I don't know what's going on. And I was like, just answer the question! I really thought we were going to get to the end, and you were going to be like, we're going to come to the show, and you're going to be like, okay, now I lied on everyone, didn't you? And I was like, I was going to be all mad. I didn't lie. No, I know you didn't lie, but I I thought there was going to be something more sinister behind why you were asking these. So I'm very happy that there was. No, because we're not supposed to tell each other what we're talking about or bringing to the show. I know. But I didn't want to go through these questions on our show. I don't want all of our no. listeners yeah. <laughs> to know everything about me. <laughs> so I wanted, I wanted, the only way for me to feel like I could talk about it was to have you know about it beforehand, yeah. if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. It was so. interesting. It was cool. It definitely come to uh, the site, click the link. I'm sure there'll be a link to the, to the quiz. Right? There, there will be. Yeah. Cool. 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 My final story of the night. This is not a funny story. Okay, it's weird. It's stupid. It's it's my quirky little weird story. But You it's said go- it was going to be funny. I said it had a funny word. Whatever. You've played badminton before, right? I love badminton. We have badminton Do you know what those things here. are called that you hit? The birds? The birds, birdies, whatever you call them. Yeah. yeah. There's another name for those things I'd never heard of before. The plastic piece with a head. Yeah, well, it's not... Professionally, it's not made out of plastic. The ones, the cheap ones we've used, are made out of plastic. But they made out of metal. They're called shuttlecocks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be an adult right now. Right now is the adulting's not going to happen. Yeah, it's a shuttlecock. That's what it's called. 
Okay. This is the official name of the thing you hit in badminton. So we're going to shuttle it across the white. I, <laughs> I don't know. Officially, they are made out of certain materials for professional badminton players. Okay. It is made from geese feathers. Okay. From only their left wings. Why only the left? Wing. I feel like I shouldn't be asking this question. I asked. <laughs> so did the article I was reading. <laughs> they are made out of the left wings because when they tried to make them out of the right wings, they flew counterclockwise. When they made them out of the left wings, they flew clockwise. And the players are used the wings to clockwise. Shift a little bit. Because of the aerodynamics of a, a geese or goose or geese's wings. The wings flap down a little bit. And because of that, the left wings up. are the only wings that are good enough. For a shuttlecock. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I thought it was very interesting. I don't understand interesting. the name. I don't either. I really don't know where it came from. Um, I literally, this story doesn't mention the word birdie at all. I had to do some other research just to make sure I wasn't remembering something wrong that they were called a birdie. <laughs> I don't, I see back in the day when they were all known as shuttlecocks and then you bring them into a schoolyard yeah. even in, when it was a one house schoolyard and they're like we're gonna go play badminton somebody go get the shuttlecock and some immature teenage boy was like right here for you <laughs> Um, according to some people who did some testing, um, even if you decided to take some of the left, some of the right, kind of mix them together, it just doesn't fly out right. It's flimsy makes sense. I could I could understand that to be so, honest. So yeah, and there were some people that are concerned about you know geese. You know, is that kind of mean to the geese? We're using their feathers for this. Don't geese molt? Uh, no. Well, they might, but they're using dead geese that are already being killed to well, eat. Well, then there you go. There <laughs> and their left go. wings were being thrown away and used for nothing. So there it's okay that we're using them to play badminton. I never have because everyone I've ever used was made out of plastic. Mine too. Mine but, too. but a traditional Olympic badminton shuttlecock is made of goose left you wing. You just need to get over that word. Left wing goose feathers and a cork. That's a cork. what it's made out of. Yep. That is my story about the birdies. <laughs> they use when you play badminton. to the left. <laughs> oh, my. Anyway, if you have ever played with a shuttlecock, you can send an email. To We've all played with shuttlecocks, Alan. We've all played with the shuttlecocks. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> send oh. us an email at outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com. Or you can come to Facebook at Outlandish Outcast Podcast. Leave us a comment. You know, feel free to let us know how we're doing. I take constructive criticism well. Let's not gear it towards Alan, though, because he may not. I might, might want to argue. Okay. He might just want to argue with you. I might. Um, but otherwise, if you have any ideas on shows, let us know. I'm always willing to take those because Lord knows he's not looking at those. So I'll take it and speak it. I check the email every week. Email. I said Facebook. I don't use Facebook. There you go. <laughs> but I do check Twitter. It's, uh, it's uh, outlandish casts on Twitter. <laughs> 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 and thank God you check Twitter because I don't. But I check I Instagram. check Twitter and there's a post every week that comes from Instagram. <laughs> I know. Because I do all the postings. So sometimes when I'm talking about my third self in a third person it's okay because okay. i don't want people knowing 
That is only me doing the posting. It's okay. I try to give you more credit than do. Oh, well. So, but otherwise, come to Instagram at Outlandish Outcast. Yay. And you can also leave a comment there. You can share us with all your friends and all the lovely pictures that I try to put together. Yeah. Or come to the website, outlandishoutcast.com. It will get you links to all of the stories we talked about today and all the past episodes we've ever done. You can even pull up that lovely quiz that you could take with your friends or your significant other, even you if you've been with them for 12 years and you just look at them like, seriously, yeah. if I would have known this 12 years ago, if, we wouldn't have had these kids. If you're, <laughs> and, if, and if you happen to be listening at work, your work's firewall is okay to look at shuttlecocks. It's all right. Have a good week, everybody. At work. <laughs> oh, big shout out to your coworker. My coworker. You're a co-worker. I don't know what you're talking about. Just so she knows, this is the third time we've mentioned oh. her. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. She knows who she is. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye.